Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, October 26th. We're one week away from Election Day, and that tied gubernatorial race in Virginia has everyone's eyes on it. I'm not much for predictions because I like to let the voters vote and the votes to be counted, and then we'll see who wins at the end of the day. But I will make this bold prediction. The results of the Virginia governor's race will be the most overinterpreted political results that has ever existed. People are going to be reading into the outcome of that race probably far more than we should. After all, it is a Virginia governor's race. It's not an actual national race. But both sides of this campaign, the Republican side with Glenn Youngkin and his team, the Democratic side with Terry McAuliffe and his team, have been eager to nationalize aspects of this race. And it is going to be our first big read on the political environment nearing the end of Joe Biden's first year in office. We see his approval ratings are hovering in the low to mid 40s. What kind of an impact does that have on this race and the other races that are taking place next Tuesday? Because remember, the president's approval rating is one of the most indicative things for a party's prospects in midterm elections. And so everyone's going to be looking next Tuesday to see what do we know about this political environment heading into those critical 2022 midterms. There are two critical storylines today in the Virginia governor's race. One, Joe Biden, president of the United States, is going to go across the river and campaign for Terry McAuliffe. Now, Biden was there in the summer to campaign for McAuliffe as well. And as you may recall, McAuliffe has spent much of the last several weeks sort of badgering not just Biden, but the Democratic leaders in Congress for not getting something done in terms of Biden's agenda on infrastructure or on the social spending plan. Now, kicking Washington in the knees is an easy target for those politicians running outside the beltway. It's a popular thing to do on the campaign trail. And McAuliffe has tried to use that in some way to say, hey, you Democrats need to get something done. That's his way of sort of acknowledging the weight of the president's numbers on his effort. But he's not running away from the president. And tonight will make that clear. In Arlington, Virginia, McAuliffe will be rallying the troops with Biden. And this is what's key. This is a area of Virginia, Northern Virginia, D.C. suburbs, where Joe Biden got 80 percent of the vote. This is not about persuasion. This is about motivating turnout among base Democrats. That is critical for Terry McAuliffe in this environment. Having the president come out is one way to do that. The other way McAuliffe tries to fire up the base is by constantly invoking Donald Trump and trying to make Len Youngkin into a complete carbon copy of Trump. He did that this weekend on the trail. There could not be a more stark difference. I am running against someone who has been endorsed by Donald Trump, not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times, six times endorsed by Donald Trump. Glenn Youngkin says that so much of the reason why he's running is because of Donald Trump. The other big storyline out of Virginia today in this race 
is education. Now, as you know, we've talked on this podcast, Glenn Youngkin has made education front and center, basically education and taxes. Those are the issues he's running on. And even though Terry McAuliffe is trying to make him Donald Trump, he also reminds everyone every day, as he did again today, that Donald Trump's name is not on the ballot. It's Terry McAuliffe versus Glenn Youngkin. And he's been portraying himself, at least tonally and rhetorically, as a different kind of Republican and as an outsider who's new to politics. But it is this education issue and parents' rights that he has seized upon as the way he believes to unify the Trump base and bring back some of those independents in the suburbs who drifted away from Republicans in the Trump years so that he can form a winning coalition in a state that has really drifted to the Democrats since 2008. Here he was on this issue today. By the way, there's a fundamental right in Virginia to be engaged in your child's education, and Terry McAuliffe just doesn't believe it. He has said over and over and over again that he wants government between parents and their children. And, and so as we hear from parents who email me and text me and call me and say, stand up for our kids too, it just goes to show that Virginians have a chance to do something in Virginia that's going to have an inf- effect on the whole country. Youngkin also has a digital ad out where he is using the testimonial of Laura Murphy. She's a mother who pushed to have the option to opt out for her child of some reading assignments in school, specifically when her son was assigned to read Beloved, that famous novel by Toni Morrison. She did not like the explicit sexual and violence passages in that book and wanted to be able to opt out. And in fact, legislators in Virginia, a bipartisan group of legislators, passed a law when Terry McAuliffe was governor to actually allow parents to opt out. They passed bills requiring schools to notify parents when explicit content was assigned. It was bipartisan. It gave parents a say, the option to choose an alternative for my children. I was so grateful. But then Governor Terry McAuliffe vetoed it twice. He doesn't think parents should have a say. He said that. He shut us out. Terry McAuliffe and his Democratic allies are calling that ad a racist dog whistle. So both campaigns engaged on this issue today, which, by the way, is an issue that Glenn Youngkin is dictating the terms of play on, which shows you that McAuliffe is a little bit on defense here. This is very important to watch in this closing week, how this education issue continues to resonate. And remember, it's not only Virginia we're going to take a look at. There are really interesting contests on the ballot around the nation next week. So start reading up on the New Jersey governor's race, which will be a critical thing to watch as well. The Boston mayor's race, the New York City mayor's race, Atlanta, all big mayoral races there. And then in Minnesota, that ballot measure where voters are going to get to choose whether or not to actually get rid of the Minneapolis Police Department. So there are going to be a slew of political results just one week from today that will tell us about where we're headed as a country in 2022. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.